Welcome back. Freaky Friday. It's called The Pen HQ, fastest show on MLB absolutely anywhere. Welcome to the house of Brian. Brian, Brian, Brian. Yeah, if your name is Brian, come on down. In fact, if your name is Brian, there's like a 50% chance you're already in the comment section. Brian R, Brian GC. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Brian Rose, can't forget you. Brian E, appreciate you all. And Rich Clark. <laughs> What's going on, man? Let's have some fun today. Full slate, no guest. I botched it. I, I spoke to Paulie Spora, my boy, and I botched it. We had he was we were linked up to come and I forgot to get back to him. I'll try and get him back. I should have a pretty big guest next week. The new betting um, lead bet analyst at Betting Pros, right? Of Fantasy Pros, Dead Presidents, who went on with uh, Friedman, who I worked with at FTN. So that one would be really good. I don't know how I'm going to get through this show. My of course I, I have the strength, but it's that time of year. My voice is like starting to go again. Kids are getting sick, allergies and stuff, like whatever it is. I don't know, man. I'm losing my mind. Let's go rate, review, and subscribe because it matters. Wait, like more than it should might be the understatement of the show. It might be the only thing that matters. Rate, review, and subscribe because it's the only thing that matters. I'm going to just sit here and make like beeping and farting noises for an hour. And guess what? That would, that would so far outperform a quality show if it had the right analytics. And that is like the world that we live in. Let's get it. It's J and J bringing it to you. Oh my gosh! I know. Once I rip the cord, I like. I know there's no stop in this freight train. Keeping an eye on the daily K leaderboard as always every Friday. It's not up just yet, but I am going to keep an eye on that. Right? Jay and I will be bidding them because then we'll put out the tweet. Follow me at John Legaza on Twitter, formerly known as X or vice versa. Scratch that. Reverse it. And you know us, man. We're doing this every. Any time of day, any day of the week, you can get at us. Because, you know, we don't talk and we live it. Like I say, you can't really fake this kind of funk. Let's dive into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a few games not listed. Those will skip over. This one just went up on the board. It's the New York Yankees. Randy Vasquez is going to start it against the fish and the Jesus lizard, Jesus Lizardo. Yankees plus 120 dogs on the road. That's, I don't know. They're bullpen or Aaron Judge kind of carrying that price. Jay knew right where I was going. F5, <laughs> F5 money line. Absolutely, right? We know when we play the Yankees, we want to avoid the bullpen. We know we have Lazaro. We'd like to take advantage of the five innings. And again, Vasquez just, you know, listen, the the stats have been good in the little bit we've seen. 15 and a third. He has a one, he has a one ERA. He has a six XFIP, you know, five and three quarter Sierra. 11% walk rate, 6% swinging strike, 45 fly ball. You know, those are like the things that are generally getting you in trouble. Like, the sample is just not there. But Jesus Lazar has been so freaking good all year. Yankees have played their best against lefties, but they're really not very good. Offense from Miami, just meh at best. You thought with the new additions... That might have picked them up. It really hasn't happened yet. But the 215 PA, they don't strike out. You know, very meh. I still think they get it done against Vasquez to run. Again, that regression monster, I think, coming for Randy Vasquez. So let's get the Marlins to cover that run line at 5. I'm seeing minus 115. That's a pretty nice price also. I'm actually expecting that one to close another 15 or 20 cents in the Marlins' direction. Sorry, I'm like, I'm already, I could feel like I'm going to be sick in the, within the next five days. It's awful. Remember, keep an eye on those bullpens. Miami's really struggled. The Yankees very good. If you're 
you're seriously, if you're, it's not because I got the jersey on. You know, if you're betting against the Yankees, you really want to keep it to five innings. Because if you're tied after five, you want your money back. Because they probably have the edge in the bullpen next up. It's the Guardians and Xavier Curry on the pump. Should have checked this out. I think he's one of the workload guys that have kind of, you know, listen, we've had it happen. Whipsawed. Everyone's injured. Some teams don't care less than others, and they're stretching out openers and stuff. So I want to just check out the Korean game log. Yeah, see, okay, it, it, I was missed on it, but with good reason. Right, he was going an inning, going an inning, going three innings, one and two thirds, and he went, went five. But it was against the White Sox, who kind of who kind of stink. So they may go as Curry goes. Another guy, just this is like a carbon copy. Get the Spider Man Jeff for. Vasquez, though, Curry's pulled it off for 64 innings. Sub-3 ERA, 115 whip, but all the indicators north of 5. The walk rate nice and low. That's kind of kept him afloat, but no strikeout stuff. Too much contact, too many fly balls, lots of hard hit at that. So I, I don't know. You know, I really struggle with these guys, particularly workload back of them. We know we're not betting the Rays at minus 200. Savali's look pretty good for them. That was a pretty good acquisition. For the Rays, they probably should have picked up more than one pitcher. 2-5 ERA, 109 whip for Savali. Expected ERA at 3.75. Walk rate at 6.7. CSW at 29. So he's getting his cold strikes without necessarily a ton of whiffs. He does pitch a contact but keeps the ball down. Limited hard contact. The Rays' offense is really disappointing. Again, we lost, I lost on him yesterday. We lost on him yesterday. Again, Rays' offense really in the tank. You see the surface stuff is there. So like the batting average is there. But everything else is trashy. Like, they're striking out. They're chasing. Bottom three in line drives. Just really sad. 294 expected Woba versus righties last 30. Really kind of sad. Not to be outdone by Cleveland. This is the worst offense in the league. Last 500 plate appearances. A 199 team batting average. 553 OPS. They're trying to tempt us into taking the run line and getting stretched out. Right? When I worry about... I often talk about this too. When I worry about offenses like I do with the Rays, I will go full game and try and get the plate appearances. And again, if the bullpen's good... Their bullpen is rough. They're giving up runs, which I know is usually the standard. But the underpinning stuff that bad for a 5-5 Sierra, three, uh, for a 5-4 ERA, a 3-8 Sierra, you know, one and a half runs or better. Disparity is usually lean towards a Sierra. The rest is in check, but they gave enough home runs. If you're aggressive back, they're not bad. Cleveland bullpen, which we thought of as being very good outside of Class A, has not been. 1-6-3 whip last 40 innings. Gosh, I'm really... They're trying to tempt us, Jay, into covering. If I was going to cover, I want to go full game. I should have asked you to bring that one up. Because I don't want to pay the 135 for the limited ABs and need to score the run. That's the whole thing. The Rays are liable right now to just go out and hang zero. Juan DeFranco got our total bases, but that was about the only thing the Rays did correctly on offense. Oh, man. You know what? Maybe this is a bin game, Jim. Let's bin the Rays. We'll go for it again. We'll, we'll step on the rake again. Although, in my defense, part of why... Playing plus odd ventures is profitable a lot of times for people that are good at it, at least. Because, you know, we need one out of two, and you're pretty successful. But if we hit that donkey money alarm parlay today, we missed it yesterday, and now we're ahead. You know, it was 130 yesterday, it might be 130 today, and now you're up 30%, and you look like a freaking genius, even though you're very not very smart, or at least in my case. Next up, it's Oak Town. Those elephants balancing on beach balls. And yar, Polly Blackburn. Blackburn the pirate. On the road against the Nats, my boy Joan Adon. He was like objectively one of the worst pitchers, not just in the league history, but like ever. It was only it was only fitting that he come back and be good so far through eleven innings, though. I mean, the model loves him, although I also know not to overweigh eleven innings. 
you know, the ERA near five, but the whip below one, expected the ERA three and a half, Sierra three and a quarter. 27K to only 5% walk. You know, just tremendous for him. Home run to fly ball through the roof, the home run to the roof, always an issue. So that's always been my thing with Adon. And again, he struggled at home. And that ballpark, we know Washington could play like a launcher pad. So Adon's got a 1,000 OPS, 9 ERA at home. You know, we like Blackburn throwing that like sinker, throwing that lead power sinker. 23K is okay, the 8% walk. But all the other stuff is really what you're looking for, right? Ground ball rate's got to be through the roof. It's a 42. I'm actually surprised. But, again, the other part of it is he's so good at expressing contact because he's so good at working the low edges. 22 hard hit rate. 28 on Savant. That's for Blackburn. So, you know, I like Oakland today. I was only able to find it on a single book. But, of course, we were looking for the F5 a bit harder to find. Jay, you got the F5 on Oaktown? I'm still not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ready to bet on Oakland's bullpen. Washington bullpen has actually been pretty good as of late. 47 inning samples, not nothing. 2-6 ERA, one flat whip. But on the season, easily the second worst bullpen only to Oakland. So if you're betting Oakland again, just like I said, the Yankees are an F5 team to avoid that bullpen. When you're betting on Oakland, you're making it an F5 bet because you're avoiding their own bullpen. This one also, I think some people might be chasing the over, and I really think that's a donkey bet. I mentioned this yesterday. Sometimes these are live plays. I'm closer to the under at five, and I'd be betting the live total because these bullpens will get rocked. So you might actually get like an live 07. You know, save yourself a little bit of that aggravation. Sorry, Jay, I didn't realize that you actually had the F5s up. Man, I'm surprised that Washington listed as a slight favorite and they're getting the negative. But let's just take the best price we get on the money line. So I got like Oakland minus 110 on the F5. Take that. Walk away looking for a little bit of regression from a Don. And then again, it's just, we're, we're praying for one run. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what to say. We're not. Oakland's offense is terrible. 232 TBA. Although the WRC plus at 103, if you squint, there's something there. 9% walk rate, 53 pull, 45 hard hit. Right, so that's our pathway to our one run. Washington offense really kind of in the tank, especially bad against righties. Bottom three, Woba and X. In Woba and X Woba against righties last 30. Let's move it on up to the west side. A Pittsburgh where Andrew Abbott on the road with my Reds against Johan Aviedo. He's been has he he's been good as of late with the ERA again. If you're into this stuff and you like to follow along, I get a lot of breaking news. Of course, Brian Rose, I see you, my dude, man. Daily K leader is up. Get ready to launch that image on Twitter, Jay. I, Jay made that by the way. I just put it out because I think it's hilarious. That guy, wake up, babe. The Daily K leaders are listed. Although you know, I actually this is funny. I got stung last week when I posted it because Jay told me, he sent me a screenshot. We obviously believe him. Jay is like one of the most honest and trustworthy forthright people you are going to meet in your entire life. But it wasn't posted in America. Remember, Jay, north of the border with the Bluebirds, hanging with the Bluebirds. <laughs> and it came out like 50 minutes later. Yes, the cave leader is up. So let's keep those in mind, Brian Rose. I appreciate you, man. Let me scan back up just to make sure. I mean, you got to think of Lizardo, right, would be the one pitcher that we mentioned He's listed at 6-1. to one. Again, I'd be more apt to try and bet 9 strikeout alt prop or a ladder. Now, let's keep that in mind. Remember, Savali, not really a strikeout pitch. will get skipped at. Same for Blackburn. 
man, Adon might be really sneaky. He's put up the numbers right now. And again, right, we don't wanna we don't wanna LOL any of these guys. We're we're sharp enough to do that. Washington, I'm sorry, Oakland, you know, been a strikeout team on the season. They've corrected a bit as of late, but we know they do strike out. Jay, we might have to just keep an eye. Maybe we should bin Adon. I'm just scanning. I don't see him. Okay, Adon is at 49 to 1, everybody. So let's keep Jeff L. I see you, corner of my eye. I appreciate you. Buen dia, bienvenidos. Bienvenido. So let's keep an eye on Adon, 49 to 1. He might be the first one to get clipped, but we'll keep an eye on it. Jay, and we got Oakland F5 in the ticket. Yo, the show is Hamid. Rate, review, and subscribe if you're picking up what we're putting down. I'm trying to get a little bit better in these full shows to not do so many darn numbers, you know. I love them, and I know people... I don't ever want, I don't ever want people to think we're not putting in the work. Anyway. You know I love the Reds. You know I'm into Abbott. Reds have been striking out like crazy, though. But I think I'm going to roll with Abbott. He, I think he caught us last time. Red's bullpen has been a real struggle. Six ERA last 47 innings. Pittsburgh riding that ship. Half a home run per nine last 55 innings. Very good. So I think I'm looking at the Reds through five. I think we have definitive edge. Abbott's got the strikeout stuff going. 26K, 16 and a half K minus BB, 26 whiff. Inducing chases, winning in the zone. A lot of fly balls, but tons of pop-ups. So that's when you're not really worried. Again, you know, as a lefty, he's been a nightmarish on lefties and he's been pretty good on the road as well Oviedo I'm not really sure if I'm buying it he just he makes a lot of mistakes that I'm not really into he walks too many batters that number up near 10 right near Abbott but right the first strike rate at 55 opposed to 61 that's a big difference he does keep the ball down and that's kind of been his saving grace but I don't know if I'm necessarily buying it the Reds offense is such a such a mystery because pound to pound Pound for pound, Reds offense can be very good, though. They're struggling right now. And they're striking out just a ton. I got to bring up Oviedo. We got to see if Oviedo has the pitch count and the ceiling game to go after the Reds. Again, I know Brian is into this. Mike K is into this. Again, right, we incorporate. This is an immersive experience for everybody. Keep it on the offense, right? I think we've all we've all noticed that. It doesn't mean we we ignore strikeout pitching, but man, these teams that strike out, they just strike out against everybody. And then if you toss in like a, a rough umpire, crazy stuff, man. So you got to keep an eye on the Reds because they're striking out like crazy. Twenty eight percent K rate as a team, less five hundred PAs, thirteen swinging strike, thirty four and a half chase, eighty four zone contact. Kind of checking all the boxes. So let's take a look at Oviedo real quick. He does have a 10 strikeout game in the ledger. And he's got eight at Chicago. He had 10 Giants. A over 100 pitches in three of the last five. Got to keep an eye on Oviedo on the back end. Absolutely. Let's take a look, confirming in the books. Oh, I'm scanning up way higher than I want to. He's a 29 to 1. I mean, here we are. It goes to show how spoiled we've been that I just yucked a 29 to 1. That has like a legit shot of winning. Oviedo win the bucket, please, Jay. <laughs> Again, Pittsburgh striking out as well. We mentioned a swing and miss stuff for Abbott. He's at 30 to 1. He's got to go in the bin also. Again, anytime you this is like first looks, right? Anybody that's viable has pop, put him in a bin, and then we'll hash through it at the end. I'll bring up all the team stats. We'll try and get to the end of it. So I like Cincinnati F5, Jay. Sorry to bury the lead. He's locked that one. The Twinkies brought in Dallas Keigel. Holy macaroni. Isn't this team competing? 
This one just got listed as well. Plus 135 dog on the road against Christopher Sanchez and the fighting Phils. Sanchez has been really good. Anytime you see Sanchez up, you got to look at that under walk prop to control. Fantastic 4.5% walk rate, 32.5% ball. 57 ground ball. This is exactly the kind of guy you want to bet on for five innings. Exactly what you want to do. Somebody mentioned his him for the strikeout. Even without it. Oh, and it's because, well, because the Twins are a crazy strikeout team. I think dead last of the season in K rate, dead last in zone contact. Last 2,500 plate appearances is to 25.5K, 83.5 zone contact. So, again, not very good. Let's check out Sanchez. I really, because, again, we're, we're running into some nice kind of long shots today. And, again, it doesn't mean we can't bet that maybe we'll go half of the norm if we end up with more than five or six. I do really like to see a ceiling game. Sanchez has at least seven strikeouts in two of the last three. He K'd eight Orioles. So could you get 10 twins? The answer is probably yes. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just how these things work. Christopher Sanchez at 110 to 1. Absolutely put his ass in the bin, Jay Bird. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 110 to 1. He's got a chance. He's got a chance to hit. Okay, Christopher Sanchez, 110 to 1. In fact, anybody against the twins is better than 110 to 1, providing they're a starter that goes a full load. You know, and that's really what you're looking for. He's... Thrown at least 86 pitches, four of the last five, 92 pitches against Baltimore. So, a couple starts ago, full load for Sanchez, wheels up. Who I didn't even, oh, with Keigel. Again, I didn't really process this. Man, Phillies might be a, a good bin play. Jay, can we, let's bin, how about Phillies and Rays? Money line, lock it. Let me know in the chat if I go to if it's okay that I just toss you these things and keep moving. Next up, Baby Bears, Javier Assad on the bump, plus 140 dog on the road against the Bluebirds. Oh, my gosh. I'm just like, forget it, man. It's not even a Yankee thing. I, I'm, I fully separate from teams and betting. These are driving me nuts lately, guys. Oh, my gosh. P.O., DJ and Stoner, good to see you, man. Didn't catch you there. I had a different window up. Love to see those green emojis. Back at the jock market streets, I see. I'm, I think I'm waiting for football. OPMG on the Sanchez K number. Yeah, that number is brought to move before I get off, I'm sure. So let's get back into it. Javier Assad, 335 ERA, 135 whip. However, like all the indicators, again, just a massive regression candidate here. Javier Assad, 335 ERA. We're not buying it. Expected ERA and Sierra both at 4.65. And again, whenever you get a, a run and a quarter to the north side and agreement, that's when you start paying attention. 11.5% walk, 24 CFW, 40% ball rate. Man, anytime you see that, you got to look at those walk props. I want to make sure I'm looking at Assad's workload. And if those numbers are there, yeah, it is. Jay, do me a favor, bring up the Assad walk prop. Sometimes if we can get that at like a minus 125 or better, we're on that immediately. Again, the control's been very, very good. Uh, very, very bad on his side. And Toronto, always at least good. Right, last 511 swinging strike is very good. 30% chase, 22.5K for Toronto. They're really tough to get at in that manner. Right? They're just ultimately frustrating. I heard some Toronto stats, like extra innings, their runners and scoring position stats are just awful. It's all going to regress. Yo, player props are on up in the house. Make sure you follow my boy. Check his show. Pass the prop with Mono. My dude, super sharp. Does the multi-sport thing too. Probably better than anybody that I know. 
You know, I'm my own favorite. I'm my own favorite handicapper when it comes to baseball and football. Everything outside that, those are the guys that I follow. Make sure you follow my boy Jay. Man, so Assad's got to get the. He's got to get the three walks. Man, at plus one forty-five, that is just a ton. I really don't like the. I really don't like to play for three walks, to be honest. He's got three walks each of the last two. He's had it a few times, but no, I don't. I don't play for three walks. Again, right? I mentioned this yesterday. This will be the only feather in the cap for today. We want to keep our bets in line with the game script and the managerial desires and the players themselves. Which is why spreads are not great because managers don't care about them. Which is why those under K props can be so great because a, a hitter is not trying to strike out. And a pitcher is not always trying to strike up a, a, a hitter. Obviously, strikeouts are good. Pitchers are not necessarily going for a strikeout. A lot of them would easily take a soft ground ball rather than have to spend eight pitches out of their hundred to get to it. So I'd like to focus on bets that are in line. Walk props again, really tough. Hitters are trying to make contact. Pitchers are desperately trying not to walk three batters. And we've even seen Assad have the clip workload. So again, just, just a couple feathers today. Berrios to clear up her hand over Assad, but not enough to cover up the Cubs offense. Right now, going up against the Cubs offense is really a non-starter. 129 WRC Plus as a team. They've just been very good. Best right-hand hitting team in the league, by the way, also. right. That's not something a lot of teams do. Some teams have their lefty stats, bring up the whole boat. That's Toronto. 400 Woba last 30 against lefties. The Cubs are really good. Just just don't go up against the Cubs right now. Save you some money. Next up. Oh, sorry. To the strikeout prop stuff, I don't think it's in this game. Because the teams don't strike out. The pitchers don't strike out. Right? You don't, you're not going to have a play everywhere. Next up, Tariq Skubal. And the Tigers on the road against Chris Sale and the Red Soccers. Tigers plus 140 dogs. This one, I just... I, I don't know why it wasn't listed. Jay, is it up yet? Very strange. I was, I had to go book hunting to um, find my under on this one. So I guess there's my lead. All right, it's fully posted. Again, you know, we've mentioned this throughout the year. Done it really well on these. I hopefully no more than a whisper to ruin it. And it's going under these four and a halfs. I mean, we. This is all the pitching. I mean, Scooble's been downright phenomenal. 3-7 ERA, 104 whip, every indicator below 3. I mean, I'm telling you, I look at this stuff every single day, and now you guys hear about it every day. This does not happen. These are not out there. This is one of the best expected ERAs in the game, one of the best Sierras in the game. It's only 27 innings. But it's a 31K to only 3.8 walk, 30% ball rate. I mean, 42-0 swing. He is doing it all. 52 ground ball, 4% barrel. There's not a damn thing he's not excelling at right now, except pitching on the road and that makes me think where it is but it's too small of a sample my boy jay player prop asked can you believe how bad the Sox offense looked against the royals in fenway well the game i'll be honest the game against reagan's i was not surprised i think he's a goat the rest of it yeah go figure man yeah that was crazy that shook. that was the one miles was just you know I'm, again you know it as well as i do we've you know been taking our friends and families to Disneyland on Edwin Jackson and Jordan Lyles for years. And sometimes these guys are just going to go out and dazzle us. But I think the point here is the Boston offense is really struggling. So I don't think they really have a prayer. They've also been ter downright terrible against lefties. Dead last and expected Woba versus lefties last 30. Detroit right behind him as far as Woba, 295 Woba. 
Last 30 against lefties. They don't walk. Too many ground balls. They're striking out. So I say, I wonder if our strikeout leader might be here. I didn't even really think of it again. This this game kind of got by me. It wasn't on a the sheet. Plus, these guys are probably really favored. Wow. Chris Sale is 70 to 1. I guess because he's coming off the IL, right? And Scooble is 36 to 1. Man. Really tough to ignore Scooble at 36 to 1. Jay, you got to bin him. He's just, he's doing it right now. Look, okay, let me just check the. Um, the workload, I think that's probably the, one of the most important things because we need double-digit strikeouts. I don't know, has Scuba had the ceiling yet? He struck out nine Giants, struck out six Rays. He hasn't topped out more than five and a third. Man, eight, out from 64, 82, 78, 88 pitches, I mean. He kind of, he might get there. So let's keep an eye on Scuba, 36 to 1. Maybe the Red Sox... You know, the contact rate's not is a little high, the K rate's a little low. Maybe it's not the best play. But again, you know, when you're in these, these odds, you gotta at least consider them, right? As we build we build a bear, right? We build our basket. Player prop, what's in my our thoughts on Lazardo striking out 15 Yankees, yeah. Word. You know, it's funny, I actually mentioned that Jay, if I don't know if you were here for the beginning of Fridays, we love this daily K leader. It's like playing a golf board. But the players at the top people last feather is. Some of them, to get to the 11, 12 strikeouts, if they're favorite, just play the old gays. So, like, yeah, no doubt. Lazardo's a chance to just just go ham. That's one of the that's one of the players that could put up a dozen strikeouts today for sure. All right, let's move. So we're under on the E4.5. I also think sneaky, sneaky. What's the F5 look like? What's the price on the Detroit F5 look like? Because we want the plus. If there's plus money in front of the plus, that is my, you know, that's, the key to success for me. So I don't know if the F5 run lines were up. If the F5 run lines are up, they're starting to pop. Yeah, a little bit of juice. Eh, I see it. All right, let's just stick with the under, right? I don't want to. I don't want to nullify the bet I love, which is the under, on a play I don't love, which is the Detroit play. Though to be honest, I, this one is a Detroit run line game. Next up, the Bravos and Charlie Morton on the road against Tyler McGill. Let's go, let's go. Morton just kind of chugging along, doing his thing. The ERA a little low for the whip and the OPS, right? One four five whip, not really supporting the three nine ERA. Expected ERA up near five, double digit walk rate, thirty eight percent ball. That's kind of a rough go for Morton when you when you pop the hood. Especially Mets, this metrics have been very good. They're not very good. Two thirty fourteen batting average for the Mets last five hundred PAs, but they are you know not swinging and missing. They're not striking out. So Morton's gonna have to work this on. I mean, the Mets are just not hitting the ball hard. It's just I mean, whatever. They kind of they kind of pulled the cord on the season, and you know sometimes that stuff resonates with the team. So I'm not in love with Charlie Morton at all. He struggled on the road as well. Yeah, the ERA sub four, but a 270 batting average allowed, xFIP up over four and a half. Last 400 pitches a struggle as well. Five and a quarter Sierra. I'd want to be going after Morton in this one. Maybe the plays the over. What's the what's the F, what's the total here, Jay? And, you know, I normally mention totals to go with the full game. Atlanta and the Mets bullpen kind of average. Eh, I could see wavering on this one. I could see I got nine and a half on the full. If it's five and a half and a half, I'm not interested in that at all. You know what? Five and a half and nine and a half. Let me just check the model really quick. 
If I'm if I'm close to that, I can see going over it. Yeah, we are. Okay, let's go over. Again, I don't want people to think they're like a, a fraud at all. The model is set at nine and a half. That's very high. And in fact, nine and a half should clear not, you know, should clear that. Very rare that you get a model that. But that's the you know, right again, there's a bit of that kind of interpretation and understanding when you do this type of work. But that's why I don't just put it out. I try to pull the curtain and explain people how to read it. Again, I have the Braze modeled up over five and the Mets modeled up near four and a half. And I maybe not have punished Morton for as bad as he's been as of late. So I think if the Mets score, we get the over because the Braves score freaking every day, right? Next up, Reed Detmers and the Angels on the road. Plus 175 dog against Justin Verlander and the Astros starting to catch fire. The boy's on fire. The old man doing the thing. Take a look at Detmers first. 4-8 ERA, one three five whip, 7-40 OPS. But all the indicators, uh, again, just a full run better, you know. Sierra at 3-8, 29% K, 20K minus BB. A lot of stuff that we like to back. 13 and a half, swing to strike, 29 CSW, 29 whiff, 81 zone contact. So he's winning in the zone. Also really important. Not, not inducing as many chases as we'd like. And again, I guess a lot of it is he struggled on the road. I think that's maybe where I didn't come up with the my hit here. Because you got to think at that price, we're getting plus money on the run line through five. I want to go check this one also. The L.A. bullpen's been a disaster, if I'm not mistaken. L.A. bullpen has been an abject disaster. Houston bullpen getting it done. I could hear the argument for L.A. F5 getting the run. Houston offense really getting going, though. 120 WRC plus. Last seven again, this is probably where the model has them taking the edge. 21 homers, 345 team OBP, 790 team OPS, double-digit walk rate. You know, we know Houston when they are kind of getting going. They're tough to mess with, but Jay, can you bring that up for me, please? Because if there is a if there is plus money, I really do like Detmers. He's been good as of late. Again, the ERA, I'm just not buying the ERA. All the indicators are low. The stuff plus metrics are low. Maybe I'm really tempted fate here. I don't know. All right, let's leave this one. I'm being I'm being chicken because we had a bunch of plays. I'd rather focus on on the stuff I like. Again, I'm. This goes back to kind of the beginning of the season, as I've been expl explaining my own cowardice, right? Why I don't always pull the trigger on stuff that I may feel pretty good about. The reason had been going up against offenses that are good and are hitting. Like, almost simple as that. Houston is getting a goal right now, and the Angels' offense is terrible. Again, if there is any chalk, right? The good chalk today is Verlander, 5.5 to 1, the leading Ks. Because the Angels strike out like crazy. Dead last in K rate, swing and strike, chase rate, zone contact. 29K, 16 and a half swing and strike as a team. Last 500 plate appearances. I mean, everybody's striking out. So Verlander is going to be the, you know, the old man trying to do the Ric Flair thumb in the eye. So he'll be our major obstacle today. What's his strikeout prop look like? It's probably, is it eight, is it eight and a half, seven and a half? I can be honest. I hardly look at the standard K props. That's why, I, maybe that's why I like the daily so much. They're just too high, and they're too juiced. It's ne it's like never the number out oh, there's a number I like. Man, six and a half Ks at minus one ten. I think we have to. Well, I think we have to hit that. I don't know if we've bet a single straight strikeout prop the entire season. I guess the strikeout numbers have been a little bit low, but like whatever. He's going seven innings. He struck out seven White Sox. 
This is Verlander. Struck out six Yankees, struck out six Dodgers. Then the Yankees in Washington, not so much, but yeah, well, we want this one. I, I want this one. Because we're getting, I think anytime you're getting eight props around standard money, you're in a pretty good spot. And in particular, when you're up against a team like the Angels. Oh, it's absurd right now. And Verlander fully stretch out, you're getting all the innings. So again, seven for Verlander to put up a, a 1K per nine. It's like, you know, it's right in the wheelhouse. Probably probably lower than we really expect. This season, he hasn't hit that, but he's habitually been that throughout, you know, the, his 900-year career. So hopefully the Angels will carry us across the finish line. Next up, I mean, if I've ever had an auto over in my life, it's the Cardinals and Adam Wainwright against uh, Dylan Coleman, who's going to open. Who He's good, but he's just going to open for the Royals. Whose bullpen is also terrible, right? If I'm not mistaken. So I don't know what they're thinking here. Royals last 42 and a third, 5 8 ERA, 4 6 Sierra. Cardinals bullpen has been very good. So I guess that might be the challenge to an over here. Jeez, Jay's has, Jay has the F5 up if you're wondering on the Bet Stamp app. We'll tell you all about it in just a second. Five and a half, six and a half. F5, forget it, right? Again. So it wasn't just me. The entire world was on this over. I'm going to say this is like a. Thanks, but no thanks. I even noticed it in my K market, the under strikeout market. I couldn't get any plus money. You know, there's there are just players that are mispriced nightly. Michael Massey, we made money on. He gets he got listed at my plus one sixty and Dairo Blanco when he's playing. And now today, all those guys, including Markel Garcia, minus one thirty that strikeout. So that's where I was hoping to go against Wainwright, who again stinks. Seven eight ERA to whip. Coleman has a 10 ERA with a 2 whip. I mean, these guys are both junk. Both 5.5 Sierra, both 5.5 expected ERA. Wayne Wrights is up near 8. Hachi, Machi, Liberace. How about Royals righties? Maybe I'm going to look at that. Maybe like a Bobby Witt total bases maybe makes sense today. That sounds like something I could get with. Jake, could you bring that up? If he's plus money, I guess I will go with that. We know he's right in top third, extra plate appearance, all that good stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, Witt's been just killing lately. Bobby Whitley's 55 plate appearances, he's at 420 batting average, 1253 OPS, and a 360 ISO. He's, oh my God, that is really crazy. Minus 135 for over one and a half. No, thank you. Click the hits, runs, and ribbies. How about that one? Is it two and a half? Hits, runs, and ribbies? It's two and a half, but close to even money. Yeah, okay, let's get that. I think I like that better. Because again, I just think they smoke. I think they smoke the corners today. And we'll get the extra one. I've been trying to lean on those. Instead of needing the extra base in case, I guess one, it's not really much of a walk. I mean, those are always the things I worry about. Your guy will get, you know, hit walk and hit by a pitch and he'll score two runs. And you're like, geez, you had a good, you know, you had a good game. You know, DFS guys like not bad. Anyway. So if you don't care about ceilings and overs, you go over. If not, I like the wit hit runs and ribbies just to get it done against Wainwright is terrible. Next up, Corbin Burns on the bump for the Brewers. Against the White Sox and Michael Kopech. I, I mean, I just turned into a mega donkey in the second half. I've been betting Milwaukee run line. It's been good to us, you know? Check out the pricing of that one, Jay, please. I think that's the only place to go with this one. Burns and the Brewers, minus 165. Favorites, 3-4-2. ERA, one flat whip for Burns, but he's really turned it up. The expected ERA in the season now at 3-3. 1.9 ERA list, 400 plate appearances. All the indicators agree. 124 stuff plus on the fastball, 31% K rate in that Time frame. He's been freaking awesome. He looks like a ace again, right? 
The K Ray starting to clink up again. Like I said, 30% CSW in the year for Burns. Kopek, it's a circus every time he goes out there. Uh, player props about no for fading Kopek. <laughs> That's like one of his calling cards. I mean, he's been, it's atrocious. Sierra and expected ERA north of five, right? One of our attack metrics. 14% walk, 41% ball, 54 first strike. 48 fly ball, 14 barrel. I mean, stop me when you hear a stat that doesn't make you want to retch. So let's go with Milwaukee to cover this one up. The uh, White Sox are kind of waving the white flag. Bullpen's been okay. Milwaukee's just mad, but I'm, I'm not buying it. Again, I just think we crush. You know, sometimes you just got to go with this one. Again, pretty distinct advantage as far as offense goes. Milwaukee offense. At the very least, average, you know, sometimes WRC Plus doesn't always tell the entire tale. Because, again, the K rate is good. They're not swinging, not swinging and missing, which is the key for Kopech, right? If you're forcing the pitch in the zone, then you can get to the contact stuff. Kopech is going to abuse people that are too aggressive and swing and miss. Without that, he's kind of nothing, and then the White Sox offense not doing anything. 232 team batting average, 12 home runs, last 500 PAs, only 14 doubles to boot. Dead last pull rate, 82 WRC+. Plus. I mean, it's really bad. Also, bottom three expected Woba versus righties. That number is 290. It's so bad. So, so bad. So, so bad. So, you know, you attack these teams while you can. Jay, again, I was talking and flipping tabs, so I didn't see it. But unless it was at minus 140 or worse, we want... The Milwaukee run line, it can't be, right? If the money line was minus 160. I was hoping we were even on the plus side of things, if not right around even. Again, I didn't see it. I'm going to move it on. It is time to wakey, wakey, eggs and blakey, minus 155. Favorite on the road with the Padres against the Snakes with Shapes on their back and Ryan Nelson. Blake Snell's been very, very good. Ryan Nelson's been the opposite of that. Snell with the 2-6 ERA, 629 OPS. He's rocking and rolling, 31% K. I know the walk rate's through the roof, but I feel like sometimes he walks guys. Like he just, he's like, I walk strike out the next two guys. I don't care. 15 swing strike, 36 width, 5% miss. You know, he can, and he can live in the zone also. I mean, just splits are awesome across the board. Last 400 pitches, get it however you want it. Nelson's been really bad, things especially falling apart from as of late. And in particular, we saw some cool stats. Insight was in the chat dropping how bad the Arizona offense has been. I didn't even notice it. Check it out. 205 team batting average, only six home runs. That's a 55 WRC plus. 55. They are terrible right now. I printed the Padre run line as well. You could pair the Padres if you want as a money line with one of your other favorite money lines if that's how you like to do it. But either way, that minus 155 money should get us right around even. Right, Jay? Bring that up. So go with the Padres to cover it up again. Yeah, like I said, when you see minus 150, you should be hoping for it. No, no, no. We won't go full game. We're going to blast them. We have the edge all over. And again, the Milwaukee offense has not been great. I've been trying to also keep that. That's something else I've been trying to get a little more methodological with. When our team is hitting, we'll go short at five. When the team's not hitting, we need the nine innings. We've had it happen a couple times. We've gotten stung, not covering. Right, Miami did it to us the other day. Milwaukee did it to us the other day. We needed the run to cover the F5. We didn't get it. We lost L for love. And we ended up winning those games. So Milwaukee to cover, San Diego to cover as well. Then move it up. This one I'm not buying. This is my bad chalk right here. It's paying for the Dodgers. Austin Gomber on the road against Lance Lynn. 
for the Algarve for the Rockies plus two sixty five. When you see that, you're like, oh my goodness! You almost like you almost want to play the F five run line just because. Bring that up. Are they? Is that F five? They're getting one and a half runs. It's amazing. It's so ridiculous. But I mean, you're getting plus one fifty for one run. You're getting. M- what minus 130 for two runs although jay if i'm not mistaken we lost the last one we did <laughs> we did so let's not even bother that was fun to fun to opine on why is it not worth it again rocky's offense 59 wrc plus they were like hey arizona you think you're so bad we're we're just as bad as you are and again just despicable 221 t batting average only three steals 640 team ops 28% K, 14 and a half swinging strikes. So, you know what? There's another big strikeout team. I should have mentioned the same for the White Sox. I kind of breezed past it because we know Burns is going to be a favorite. Burns, 750 on the K leaderboard. Sorry if I skipped it. Ugh, Lance Lynn, all the way up the top at 550. Ugh. No, thank you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'd be curious to see the Lance strikeout prop, though, Jay. How's that look? Again, I wonder if that's in line with these daily K leaders. And my the prop book I use is a little bit slow. I wonder if I can get it in real time. Ooh, way too high for the audio only listeners. Lynn's K prop is at like seven and a half, eight, and eight and a half. That is like a like an absolute not. There's just no, just no, no. Like when you whack the your bulldog in the nose with the newspaper. Just, no, we're not doing that. No. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I see it. Although, funny enough, right? Lance Lynn. I mentioned five and a half to lead today. I have old props up. He's plus five hundred for eleven strikeouts, which you probably need anyway. Again, I just feel better about betting five to one on eleven and not worrying about Hazel Cesaro striking out fifteen like player prop has insinuated before. So just speed this when the prices are nuts, and the Colorado is just atrocious. Like it's so bad for them. Then again, we're hitting that point in the season where just fart noises, right? Fart noise. Some teams are are eating, as my man Jeff Erickson would say at you know Rotowire, they're eating paste in the corner. And you know, for me, it's just fart noises. Next up, this one I was shocked. I wish I would have led. I should start leading with my favorite plays to try and beat the CLV because again, I've been very successful with these unders. So let's go F five under J. It's the Blackbirds and Orange Vest. Kyle Gibson on the bump, plus 125 dog on the road. I guess it matters, my boy, Luis Castillo. Minus 135 favorite, though. Right now, we're not trying to go up against the Orioles. I'm not trying to go up against Kyle Gibson. Never thought I'd say that. But this is one of those I was just shocked to see that we're at this 4.5. I'm modeled all the way down below near 4. And we've just been very good with these, right? A lot of times... Even if they get the 2-2, we're talking about very good pitchers and struggling offenses, at least on one side. Let's dive on in. The offense has been okay, actually. The Baltimore ground ball machine, 50% ground ball, not going to help you against Castillo. And they've also struggled against righties, Baltimore. Sorry, I was shaking my head looking for the... I knew I had something good. 295 Woba, 305X. This is Baltimore against righties last 30. Not any good. Again, they are one of those teams that have had their lefty stats carry them. Got to be careful. Got to split this stuff. Check my work out on Twitter. Pin link will take you to Sharpner. Seattle major strikeout team. Like, big-time strikeout team. I don't know if we could look at Gibson as that kind of guy. Let me see if he's even had the ceiling game. 
I don't think so because he's like a 20% K guy, just Kyle Gibson. 7% walk, 10 swing to strike. Very hard to back him for, you know, 10 strikeouts. But the Mariners just strike out like nuts, man. They can't find a pitch that they don't like. Believe it or not, I wonder if this is going on in the comments. I'd have my eye on it. Let's see. Does Gibson have a ceiling game? The answer is yes. He struck out 11 twins. You got to keep this guy in mind. He took this thing home. He took it home. Why? Because he was facing, right, these trash teams. Gibson's only 4-4-1. Four to four to one. What a joke. <laughs> I guess other people are on this. But again, you got to go after. We'll circle it back at the end, right? White Sox, Angels, Mariners are just, you must look at those. So um, we're under the four and a half. Jay, I'm sorry. I didn't see if you had that up there. I, I was wondering if I knocked it down to four. No, I haven't. But it's coming. Quick you know, boost for Betstamp. I know pass over to Jay is. Look at the board and why Betstamp is such a freaking good app. Okay, it's all of the books all at once. So it doesn't just tell you if you're getting the best number or the best price. Yes, that's a, a fantastic perk but it's also the low-hanging fruit where bet stamp sticks out with the interface is the ability to anticipate directionality when you start to see a list of four and a halves a single four and that number the price is getting to minus 120 remember the books are not going to let Price on the total get past 130, they'd rather move the number. Why? Because there's no edge in total, because no one freaking knows how to bet these things. Okay? Runs in baseball are completely wonky. They're really variant. I only try and bet the model disparities. It's been very good to us. Again, we're in an offensive trend, and the public is stupid, likes to bet the over. So there's no reason why we're getting on the other. These lines should be lower than they are being posted. And But it takes people like us to kind of knock them down. So again, back to bet stamp. You see... Four and a half, a single four with minus 120s. This one's closing at four, people. Jay, take a half a minute and tell them the rest of the good stuff about it. For sure, John. Uh, I think everyone here knows the drill already, but if you're looking to improve as a sports better, the easiest way to do so is to simply use multiple sports books and to always get the best odds available. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. Betstamp simply compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, player props, Save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Check out the link in the description or check out the link in the pinned comment. If you sign up through this page, it just helps support the show. Now back to John. All righty, let's do the last game. Excellent job as always, Mr. Cooper. Last one, it's the Texas Rangers on the road against the Gigantes. Underneath that beautiful bridge, it's the White Wolf of Winterfell, John Gray on the bump. Woo! Minus 112. Slight favorite on the road against Scotty Alexander and the Giants. I'm, this is my misprice of the day. So, Jay, let's um, let's bet the offense, buddy. I mean, the Rangers are a better team. Alexander's going to open. He's been okay. Gray's been good as of well. I guess he struggled as of late. Maybe that's the maybe that's the worry from the book. And then again, right, the 
San Fran bullpen's been good all season, but the Texas bullpen's been excellent lately. I mean, they bolstered. It's been excellent. 3-2 ERA, .98 whip list, 35 innings, Securino's wins for fantasy managers. Again, giant bullpen, very good, but this one I think is decided by offense. Texas, we know one of the better offenses in the league. Yeah, they struck out as a blade, but they're taking walks. They don't chase, putting the ball in the air with the barrels. Excellent against righties. Very good against lefties as well. Giants offense in the tank. 219 team BA. 620 OPS. They're actually bottom three expected Woba in left against lefties and versus righties. I mean, I don't know. This one I was again I was a bit surprised. I guess books leaning on the recent lack of positive performance from Gray. I still just think he gets it done. I guess maybe that is also there's something to be said for the over. You know what, Jay? What's the over look like? Is this an eight or eight and a half? This is an interest, another interesting spin where I've gotten in trouble doing this as well. But since this is not a team hitting right now with the Giants, I was willing to go for it. But what I mean is looking to take advantage of price based on pitching that I wasn't in love with, which is exactly what we're doing. But then realized that maybe we should have just went to the over. Now it's funny, Jay brought up the F5. I did mention both bullpens looking really good. But I really don't like to go. I really don't like to go over an F five. It's eight and a half for the game. Gosh, let me hold on. Let me let me check my score again. I'm I'm below that. I'm at eight four. But again, you know, model to like four. This one, I guess I got four four. The winner at nine. You know, it is funny, man. I I used to love eight five for that reason because if you hit if you hit the four four total, you 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 make it. Gosh, man, Texas to win. Or over eight and a half. I see you got the one eight highlighted, man. But I don't know if we're gonna. We haven't done that all year, Jay. We haven't done that all year. Taking the taking the outlier. I know. I know. Most people win, and you're like the Lions fan, though. I get you, bro. I get you. We're sympathetical, but we're here for the commuter crowd. By the time it gets there, it's all eight five. Remember, we're here for others. We're 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 doing the dirty work, so other people don't have to. No. So also, people get info here, and they don't run to the book and go. You know, listen, I no names, but that's what frustrates some people about some handicappers when they do their work and start posting their victories and lines and stuff you can't get those anymore so is that person lying or fraudulent no they're doing the right thing but again it's not different capping for private subs is different than what this is analyzing and capping in the public for the you know people putting on the put it bring the board up five minutes before the game we know they're out there that's why we're just more this is more about game analytics theory proper process you know putting yourself in a strong spot how to read these boards and know when to not go after these things hopefully as much as when to pull the trigger i don't know jay i am so torn i, I want to go my god i have texas for the win again I, i'm going to lean on the model for this one i have texas closer you know a win i have them winning this game so let's go Texas to the minus 115. I can take advantage of a very bad Giants offense. There's a couple minutes left. Let's circle back to the K leaders really quick. Okay. Take a second to rate, review, and subscribe the audio pod. Please press the like button. I mean, yeah, this is like me leveling with everybody. Like, you know, the show takes a lot of work and it's free. So please. I will trade you, you know, a free show for a cartoon figure. <laughs> Please help us bring this show back because we love it so very much. Me and Jay have not missed a single day, right? Uh, come on. Told you. We, I control the things I can control. And I work really damn hard at being consistent. All right, so press fingers because it matters. All right, let's get into the keyboard. Uh, okay, so I we're looking at... we. 
strongest pitchers. Now again, I kind of have this tapestry up that I use these the data that I talk about. You can you can get it anytime you want. Strongest pitchers, just one side of the coin, right? It's Blake Snell, it's Lazardo, it's Chris Sale, it's Reed Detmers, it's Luis Castillo, and again for the small sample, it's Joanna Dunn. It's maybe even Charlie Morton. Other than that, from the pitcher side, that's pretty much it. So looking for the outliers, we actually didn't mention, I don't know if I mentioned Detmers. You know, then it's, it's all about a pricing thing at that. It's all like a price mechanism at that point. Detmers at 36. Oh, man. We got what? Scooble, Sale, Avid, Aviedo, Adon. We're at five. And it's like a frisky five, too. So just keep Detmers in mind. Let's go to the flip side in the teams to make sure we didn't miss anybody. Right now, I'm pretty happy with this stuff. So the teams we want to be attacking has got to be the Angels. So that's a Verlander chalk. It's got to be the Reds. So we mentioned Aviedo. It's got to be the Rockies. That's Lance Lynn chalk. Too chalky. Texas has the big K right, but doesn't have the underpinning stuff. And I feel like that's a good way to kind of get in trouble. Though uh, the Giants are running an opener, so you could forget that. Remember, sorry, forget that. The White Sox are always a candidate. And that's Burns Chalk. So rough here. And then the last one would probably be Minnesota. Is Sanchez. We mentioned him. And then maybe even Detroit, which is Sale. Boston, which is Scooble. And that was all kind of chalky. Scooble the 36. So I think we should confirm that. Okay, let's put this thing together. Jay's. I like this, by the way. Jay, remember, we want your two cents, home slice. Jay's five, and I like that also, Jay. Right? You could tell you and I are really syncing up together very well through this. I like the idea of five. I do. I like the idea of five. Abbott. Scooble, Gibson, Sale, and Sanchez all at a minimum of 30 to 1. Gosh, that's really good, man. That's really that's really good. Um, I think that got to everybody I like, right? Scooble, Sale, Abbott, Gibson, Sanchez. Do we miss any of the long ones? You know what? Maybe we want to go to the sixth person. I forgot we have open to six. Because I, I just because the pricing is so far, like we don't even have a twelfth one, would be man, you were look thinking about Adon. I was thinking about Alviedo. Man, that's tough, man. I don't know if I want to go to seven. If we were doing 5.05, it's really tough to split. Like, we're at the point where we're like, all right, bet like seven cents on it. Man, that was really tough. All right, I think you're going to have to follow us on Twitter for this one, for the final answer. I, I have to stew on this one because I, I want to cut it down to at least five, no more than six. But right now, we've got seven. Please get up in the comments. Let me know who you like. Brian Rose, maybe this is our answer. He thinks only Sale might only be going for four. You know what? Let's give him the limited. Let's go with Brian again. We mentioned. We have mentioned. Well, Brian also adds you may have eighty percent plus. I'm, I, now you're helping my argument because I think he's. I think he's going through for that. You're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. Let's lean. Let's lean towards consistency in ever work, and that's one of the things we've always said. Workload ceiling game. Workload is not in check. Let's bump him. So what if we were to pull the crowd? Is it Oviedo or Adon? You know what I have to check is the workload for Adon. 
I haven't seen that. I don't know if he's if he's gotten to that point yet. And that might be the killer for him. Man, he he went from 41 to 86 pitches. You very rarely see that. So at 86 pitches, he could go a full load. Man, that's the coin flip, and that's what you're gonna have to follow us up for. So there's your there's your teaser to follow us on social media at Call to the Pen HQ at John Legaza on the bird app formerly known as X. So Rose, I'm with you. We're gonna scratch sale for sure. And replace it with man. I mean, if a Don's 100 or Jason's 101, do we really have to replace him then? You know, maybe I need to see again. Me and my stupid rules. Oviedo at 29, right? If you have to pick one and you're unsure, the obvious answer is a Don. So right now, I think, you know, for the audio only people, I think that's probably my final answer is a Don, Abbott, Scooble, Gibson, and Sanchez. Two of them at better than 101. Yes. Yes, yes, as Daniel Bryant would say. All right, let's get out of here, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. You know, we really appreciate you, and it means so much that we kind of made a shift. We shifted. We, we. I don't want to call it stupid, but I will call it daring, right? We moved a baseball show into the, you know, three hours earlier at exactly the point when they lose half their viewership. And because of you, We've maintained the failings. And again, we are may not be huge, but we're freaking fierce. And we've maintained those numbers and managed to sustain a really high like to view ratio. And I know people don't a lot of consumers, content consumers don't think about this stuff. But you guys are really, really helping us make a really strong case to be back next year. Right? With the growth, sustaining the viewerships, keeping those likes up with the notifications because that's shit that is more than it should this time we're out of here thanks so much for picking up what we're putting down hang with mr cooper hardest working producer in the game big johnny the big mouth for the big apple kiddo oh, man, i love the show so much i really hope we're back next year 40 subs from a thousand baby great call brian rose press the subscription button get those burner accounts on tell your porn bots followers on twitter to follow us on youtube right I mean, if only we can harness all the porn bots that love my work <laughs> oh my goodness gracious don't give him any ideas all right we're out of here let's talk for real enjoy your games enjoy your day and when we are done with the book hopefully you shall enjoy the pay remember when you work this hard there's a lot less like luck yo 101 on deck baby peace